Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Taylor Made Sports with yours truly, Kevin Taylor. I'm coming to you from my hometown, the capital city of Georgia, Atlanta. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. And on this edition of the show, hey, I've got a great one for you. Former NFL linebacker Takeo Spikes will be one of our guests that we'll talk to this week as he promotes his new book, Takeo Spikes Presents Behind the Mask. Also, we'll talk to the lovely Tatonia Moore, co-founder of Sportswire Magazine and also a sports reporter here in the metro Atlanta area, as well as my good friend Mike Holmes from the Georgia State Athletic Department as we'll be promoting the A-Town Showdown coming up this Saturday at the Cambridge Pavilion on the campus of Georgia Tech. It's going to be a benefit basketball, exhibition basketball game for hurricane relief. So it's all right here on this edition of Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor, where we're rocking the sports bell from the ATL. No doubt you can reach out to me on social media anytime or Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KevinTaylor98. And don't forget about the YouTube channel. That's right. You can see my interviews. They're happening. And also events that I attend at Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. Now, let's get to some business, shall we? The Atlanta United they played well all season long, and now they're in the knockout round of the MLS playoffs against the Columbus Crew. The United last game of the regular season drew a 2-2 tie against Toronto in front of a MLS record crowd of 71,874 to clinch the fourth seed in Eastern Conference, and Columbus is the fifth seed. Both teams were excellent down the stretch, but Columbus enters the playoffs in slightly better form as the crew are unbeaten 6-0-4 in their last 10 regular season games and 3-0-1 in their last four uh, the United, they went 5-1-4 in their last 10 games of the season, but stumbled just a bit over the last few weeks, going 0-1-3 in their final four matches of the year. The United are the third expansion team in league history to qualify for the playoffs in their first season, and they attacked very well. They finished second in the MLS with 70 goals in 34 regular season games, and defender and captain Michael Parker pulled up a bit lame in the second half and was subbed out late in Sunday's draw against the Reds. If he's out for the Columbus match, the United already have lost Greg Garza to a hamstring injury earlier this month, would be down two of the starting defenders. The United are 11-3-3 at home this year, and the crew SC are 4-9-4 outside of the state of Ohio, which should work well for the United. You can catch this game. It's on Thursday night at 7 p.m. from Mercedes-Benz Stadium, like I also called the house that Arthur built. <laughs> you can also watch it on ESPN2 and Unimas. So uh, going to be a great game, knockout round for MLS playoff soccer. Congratulations to the Atlanta United there. Now, before we get into the NFL and the Atlanta Falcons and that performance that they gave last Sunday night, <laughs> we're going to talk to former NFL linebacker Takeo Spikes. He actually lives in Atlanta, and I was able to talk to him earlier this week. And uh, he has a book out that features former NFL linebackers. And here's my conversation now. Yeah, I am. Okay. 
I'm joined now by my special guest this week on Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor, former NFL player, Takeo Spikes. Takeo, thanks for joining us. And, of course, you're promoting your book, Behind the Mask. And tell us about this. Well, it's, it's a compilation of some of the greatest linebackers that played the game. And I was infatuated with chasing greatness as a youngster, even now. And so this gave me an opportunity to not only highlight my story and share my story through my lens, but to share other Hall of Fame linebackers' stories as far as how did they become great, what made them that outlier. And uh, who are some of the linebackers that are highlighted in your book? Some of the guys that I have in the book, Harry Carson, New York Giants, Mike Singletary, the Chicago Bears, Kevin Green, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Bobby Bell, Willie Lanier, the first black linebacker inducted into the Hall of Fame. And so I, I, I went back into the archives. I went all the way back from the 50s and pulled a linebacker out of every decade in order to get their story to kind of tie it all together. And I understand this is volume one and you're already working on volume two. Yeah, I am. And I think it's important to stay ahead of the curve. There's so much good content out there and you want to see, you know, I, I just think the, the stories that need to be heard more than anything. And so for me, that's the reason why I'm going to volume two. It's probably going to be running backs. Uh, everybody knows a running back, you know, and everybody wants to be a running back. But some of the great stories, some of the greats of all time, I think of Emmitt Smith, I think of Barry Sanders, I think of uh, Jim Brown, you know, those guys are, you know, they have been the beacon that kind of led the way for the younger players like myself really grow up and aspire to be. Yes, indeed. And, of course, you're a Georgia native. You're from Sandersville, Georgia. Yep. And uh, you enjoy photography as well. Uh, just tell us about that. And what, what caused you to get into that hobby? Well, my mother, she was always great at capturing the moment, but the moment was blurred. And so for me, it was, Mom, let me show you how to take a picture. So I would get it, take a picture, show her how I did it. But little did I know I was being, I was, you know, I, I fell trapped to it. You know, I, I became addicted. And somewhat I found myself as an artist as a young, young age. Didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing it. But, uh, you know, that's how I fell in love with photography. Now, you played in the NFL for various teams throughout the 15-year career. And I've got to put you on the spot. If you had one word to describe your playing career, what would it be? One one word that describes what, one word. Reckless. <laughs> reckless. I, I would probably say reckless. Okay. Yeah. And why so? Because I knew if if you saw me flying across the screen, flying across the field, you would always remember that. Well, I thought you were actually going to say aggressive because you were one of the most aggressive linebackers that I've ever seen. You know, here in the modern era. Yeah. I, I mean. For me, it was how do you want to be remembered, you know, and, and and that's the reason why I played so hard. That's the reason why I did what I did was because I knew at the end of the day it's only temporary and that window of opportunity is only going to stay open for so long. How can you capitalize off of it? And, of course, right now, you know, a lot of controversy has been made about uh, the National Anthem and kneeling and sitting. The NFL, of course, the brotherhood, that's another word that we can use. Talk about, of course, from your playing days and to now about that brotherhood in the NFL. The brotherhood in the NFL is deep. 
is very deep because you get a chance to, I mean, you meet guys from different areas, different backgrounds, different socioeconomic stages. But the beautiful thing is everybody drops their own agenda to become one up under that one roof. And that's the reason why I don't necessarily miss playing, but I miss being around the guys because you can really have good, strong conversations that when you walk out of that room, I have a different respect level for the person who I'm playing with. We're wrapping up our time with Shaquille Spikes, a former NFL linebacker. And, of course, you're living here in Atlanta now. Yeah. You know, before we let us go, we got to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. They look good on Sunday Night Football against New England. they got the Jets coming up this week. What do you think it's going to take for this team to kind of turn it around, even though they are 500 right now? Well, you know what? Even though they're 500, I can truly say they're not out of it no. by no stretch at all. And I think that's one of the things that – they have to remember, and everybody is going to, you know, draw the point or go back to the conclusion of what happened at the end of the last year with the Super Bowl, but it's a new time, new team, new day. Just continue to trust in each other and lean on each other and uh, keep chopping wood, is what I like to say. Hey, sounds good, and everybody, don't forget, you can check out Tequila Spikes' book, Tequila Spikes Presents, Behind the Mask, and Tequila, where can everybody pick up a copy if they would like to check out your book and maybe purchase one as well. Yeah, everybody can pick up a copy on BehindTheMaskBook.com BehindTheMaskBook.com Alright, Zakiel, thanks for being with us here this week on Taylor Bay Sports. Great to meet you and much continued success to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Alright, thanks again to Zakiel Spikes being our guest here on Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Sticking with the NFL, the Falcons, they will try to rebound from their Dismal Sunday night performance against New England and the big Super Bowl 51 rematch that was hyped. Falcons go down 23-7. We're not going to get into everything that just went wrong for the Falcons because it just was not good. We, we, we just, I don't know. <laughs> the Falcons, we travel to New York in the Netherlands to take on the Jets. They have to get Devontae Freeman, though, going with more than 10 to 12 rushes, as well as Matt has to throw the ball better to his receivers. That's just the bottom line. On defense, the Falcons have to get a pass rush from somewhere, and uh, they have to play smarter as well. Penalties have hurt the Falcons in getting off the field on third down as well. But I will talk more about that in a moment with uh, Tony and Moore. The Falcons also re-signed a guy who they drafted years ago, Sean Witherspoon. He's back with the team now to provide some depth as linebacker. Now that Duke Riley is uh, going to be out with a knee injury. Also, uh, coming up this weekend, is going to be the big clash in Jacksonville between Georgia and Florida. Now, the Hawks, they're coming to this game 7-0 and and third nationally, and the Gators are 3-3. Three and three. It's actually a battle of the top teams in the SEC. Because Georgia is first, of course, and Florida is tied with second with South Carolina. And uh, I recently talked to the lovely Satonia Moore, who's also a friend of mine, and we talked about the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Hawks home opener on Friday night in Georgia, Florida. I'm now joined on Taylor Main Sports with one of my good friends, the co-owner of Sports Wire magazine. It's Satonia Moore. Satonia, good to see you as always. I see you doing basketball season at the Hawks games. We finally get a chance to talk and be a part of my program. And how you been? I've been doing good. It's so good to see you. How you been? I've been doing well. Of course, keeping up with the latest sports yeah. news and, and information. And of course, I know you have too. And let's start with college. You know, we've got a big game down in Jacksonville this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's the largest outdoor cocktail mm -hmm. party between Georgia mm -hmm. and Florida. 
Oh, oh, see, there you go. You know, oh, I, no, we, I thought, you know, we were friends and, you know, we always we were, had great conversations. We were always friends until that day comes. <laughs> then we got to draw the line somewhere here. We got to draw the line. Hey, I see, I see. But it's going to be a great game. Jacob Prime is doing very well. Of course, you got to see running backs, Chubb and, and Michelle doing their thing. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be a great game, but I think George will win. Of course you think Georgia will win, but you know what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be honest. Even though I am a Gator, I bleed that orange and blue till I die. But I'm going to be honest. I think we, we're just not in sync all the way this year, and Georgia seems to be playing pretty good. I think they're what? What are, what are they, number three? Number three. So, you know, and, and, and you know, I can wear my reversible T-shirt this time. You know, I am an Atlantan at this point, yeah. so I can kind of go for both. But I really do think that Georgia's going to represent. I need my Gators to get it together, though. Get it together. I think so, too. If uh, Georgia wins this game, I really think they can uh, run the table. We're not going to tell Kill Spikes that uh, because no, he, was, <laughs> he was on early in the program. <laughs> and uh, Yes, he went to Auburn. But uh, <laughs> for that game is upcoming for the dogs, too. But I think it's going to be a well-played game. You never know. Jim McElwain might dial up something that um, might catch Georgia right. off guard, but we'll see. Right. We will see. We will see. And it's always a good game. Yes. Like you say, one of the biggest tailgating events ever yes. in history. Yes. So if nothing else, we'll have a good party. Yes, that's right. Three. 30, coming up on Saturday afternoon, CBS is where you can watch it. Now, of course, we got to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. They dropped a big one on Sunday night against New England. I think a lot of people could not believe what they were saying. You know, uh, I think it's almost to the point of you, you really cannot give any other excuses for Steve Sarkeesian at this point. You know, you've yeah. got to make a change at some point. But how much longer can this team afford to stay with them causing the plays? It's, you know, <laughs> it's depressing. Yeah. And it's like, but I think um, the biggest problem that we're having right now, it, it's not necessarily that we're not playing with energy, but maybe like a lot of, some situations are just undisciplined. Yeah. And like we bring some penalties on ourselves that we oh, don't yeah. need. And it's Be like, visible. yes. So yeah. it's like every every play matters. Every second counts. And it was just heartbreaking to watch mm-hmm. this game because it was, it was pouted and it was, it was hyped up. Yeah. And of course you got the Super Bowl rematch. And it's like, where were we? Yeah, because the roughing the passer call really changed the complex of the game early in the second quarter. The negate that intersection. Yeah, it completely turned things around. And yeah. it's like once the, the air has been sucked out of the ball, you yeah. know, it's just yeah. like it's hard to come back from that. Yeah, and the fog rolled in and the battle yeah. was seem like they were the fog the rest of the game. They better get it together. That's all I have to say. Yeah, because you're really in a must win situation this week against the Jets. Because, of course, after that you have a divisional game with Carolina. Yeah. So they got to take care of business and play smart this week. And Matt has to play better as well. Got to, absolutely. And, it, and it's just, it's crazy because we haven't really lost any key players. So yeah. I'm not understanding what the difference is between last year and this year. So they really need to, it's time to get it together, fellas. Yeah, you do have to kind of look at the players as well as the coaches as exactly. well. And kind of reevaluate some things. But um, it's going to come a time that you really cannot get so far down into the season that this has to continue to go on. You know, they're going to have to do something and you really want to do that sooner as opposed to later. It is November, almost November already. So you only have a few more regular season games left. Like, and that, that, uh, you know, that ranking is going to matter when it comes down to it. So they better better get those stacks up. And you know, the good part about it is only a game out of first place. 
So yeah. anything can change. Anything can change. Yeah. Anything can totally change. That's yeah. true. That's true. Okay, and of course, another team that has to kind of regroup this week is the Atlanta Hawks. Their home opener is coming up on Friday night against the Denver Nuggets. It's the return of Paul Millsap, who, of course, signed with the Nuggets in free agency. And uh, what do you think we can expect on Friday night at the home opener? We, uh, you know what? I'm expecting to see the young guns come out and really go to work. If Dennis Schroeder is okay, because I think he had a little bit of an ankle situation right. the other day, he can be able, he can lead the offense, and I think that pretty much is gonna, it's gonna have to be level-headed, keep the energy, exactly, keep the yeah. focus, run the plays, give it all they've got for the whole four quarters, and not just two. You know, they have the tendency too to get up there and then fall back down in the second half, or vice versa. Wait till the second half to get going. They're gonna have to come out the gate strong, push it to the limit, and I think we'll be okay. Well, I definitely see you on Friday night. Absolutely. And, and it's always great to see you. And uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and also your show. Tatonia Live, of course, Sportswire Mag, of course, and then SportswireMag.com, TatoniaLive.com, Tatonia on Facebook and Twitter, and then the TV show Tuesday night, Channel 25 and 26 on Xfinity, and you think that's it, yeah. <laughs> I'm all over the place, yeah. Well, Tatonia, great to talk to you. Like I said, we'll see you later on in the week, and thanks for being my guest this week on Taylor Bay Sports. Thank you. Good to see you. You too. It's always great to see Tatonia. I see her again. Yes, Friday night at a big Hawks opener at Phillips Arena. Tip-off is at 7.30, but of course, before they can get to that home opener, Hawks have one more road game, and they'll be uh, in Chicago on Thursday night to take on the Bulls. Uh, Berenelli is going to be probable. Uh, Ilasova is questionable. DeAndre Bembry is out. Uh, Ruffin Riz, Mason uh, Plumlee is going to be out. Um, Dennis Schroeder, uh, well, he's going to be out as well. So the injuries are piling up, and Hawks are not starting the season on well. They won the opener against Dallas, but they've lost three straight. But hopefully they can regroup and get back home and get back on the winning track. It's Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition. And also, speaking of the Hawks, one last footnote, the Hawks also will be at home on Sunday against Milwaukee at 3.30. Now, Georgia Tech, yeah, they play a national televised game on the road against Clemson on Saturday night. Tech is 4-2-3-1 and and in the ACC. They visit long-time rival and defending national champion Clemson, who's 6-1, 4-1 and one, four and one in the ACC for a pivotal ACC conference matchup. And um, now, Tech won homecoming 38-24 over Wake Forest. Tech has won four of his last five games and stands alone in second place in the ACC Coastal Division. Now, with uh, Tech being a game behind Miami, 6-0, and a half game ahead of number 13, Virginia Tech, and Virginia, uh, Virginia's 5-2, and two, Virginia Tech is 6-1. and one. Clemson is coming off a bye week, which preceded his first loss of the season, a 27-24 loss against Syracuse on October 13th. Now, the Jackets actually have a 50-29-2 to advantage all time against Clemson. That's pretty good. Take quarterback Taquan Marshall ran for two touchdowns on last Saturday's win over Wake Forest and has 11 rushing touchdowns in six games this season. He is already just the third quarterback in school history behind Tevin Washington and Josh Nesbitt to do so. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock and you can catch it nationally on ABC. Now, speaking of Georgia Tech, is the A-Town Showdown. It's a benefit basketball game. It's an exhibition game between Georgia State and Georgia Tech. And it's going to be at the McCambridge Pavilion this coming Saturday at 12 noon. And I recently spoke with one of the coolest guys in Atlanta who does sports information. He's over at Georgia State. He's my good friend, 
Mike Holmes and Mike joined me earlier as we talked about. I'm now joined by a good friend of mine. It's Mike Holmes from Georgia State University. And Mike is here as we are going to discuss the A-Town Showdown. But it's going to be an exhibition game uh, for Hurricane Relief. And it's going to feature the Georgia State men's basketball team against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets men's basketball team. And, uh, Mike, how are you? Oh, good, Kevin. I appreciate you having me on to uh, talk about the game. It's Georgia State basketball. Yes, yes, and I know you're getting ready for for Saturday. And uh, just, of course, tell us about it. And of course, who's going to be benefiting from this wonderful project? No, you're you're exactly right. And uh, about a little a little less than a month ago, the NCAA came out and said uh, men's basketball teams can play a third exhibition game this year um, with the benefit, or basically with the concept of that proceeds would benefit Hurricane Relief. Um, so obviously Coach Hunter and, and Coach Passner over at Georgia Tech got together. Um, it, it seemed to just make too much sense. So um, as you alluded to, uh, on Saturday at noon, over at the Camus Pavilion, we'll, uh, we'll face off against the Yellow Jackets uh, in the A-Town Showdown for Hurricane Relief. Uh, general admission tickets are just $20. Uh, for students from either school, it's just $5 with your student ID. Uh, and at the end of the day, all proceeds will go to Hurricane Relief. Uh, and so there's been uh, probably a dozen or so at least already uh, of these types of games going on throughout the country. We've seen Kansas play Missouri. Uh, we've got some teams up in the Northeast. I know Arlington's going to, I think, play Oklahoma um, coming up this weekend. And, 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 you know, with all the devastation that was caused um, by the three hurricanes, uh, you know, a couple months ago, it, it's something that college basketball can do uh, to give back. So, you know, we're not looking at this as a rivalry game of Georgia State against Georgia Tech or anything like that. It's, it's much more than that. Um, and we hope we can do a lot of good, and we hope a lot of fans will come out. Um, and obviously support support a great cause that has affected so many people, uh, as I said, in the last few months. That's right. And, of course, you know, these two schools are just separated by a mere few miles. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't play each other that often. So I think that brings a lot of uh, uh, intrigue to a, a great rivalry that could be, you never know, uh, on the horizon in the future. No, and you're right. You, and you never know. And you've got two two teams that are coming off both had very good seasons last year. Uh, we won 20 games and went on to the postseason. Uh, obviously, Georgia Tech had that incredible run at the end of the year and finished with 21 wins and uh, made it to the finals of the NIT. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've got two very good basketball programs that are both moving in the right direction. Um, and, and so you never know. Um, this may lead to something where, where both you know both schools come together and go, you know what, we need to do this every year. It, it may not. Um, obviously, Georgia Tech plays a lot of big games uh, every year when you know your Carolinas and Dukes and Syracuse and Louisville all come to town. Um, obviously, you know this is this is, will, will be a bigger game for us. Uh, but as I alluded to, this really is more more. This is bigger than Georgia State, Georgia Tech. Right. Um, we really hope we can do a lot of good. Um, you know, I just saw numbers from the Kansas Missouri game the other day. Um, they were able to raise 1.65 million dollars for Hurricane oh, wow. Relief, and to me, that's just remarkable. Yeah. Uh, I have no, you know, no idea what we're going to be able to pull off on Saturday. But we really hope the fans of, of both teams come out and, and not only support their school, but support all the student athletes all coaches and everybody there uh, for what should be a really great day. Yes, because through it all, you know, we still have to support each other, and it's great that as a community we can do that. And, you know, a lot of people have said sports does bring people together, and this is one of those times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, and that's really what this is. You know, since this was announced uh, last Thursday, that's basically been the message from both sides. And, and, I, and, and just being around it, I, I think it rings true. Um, that this, this, you know, regardless of what the outcome is for either school, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to shake hands, we're going to look up in the stands, and, and, and hope that the team is, um, is, is as packed out as it can be, 
um, to raise as much money for, for a great cause. I mean, there's people that are still struggling. And, you know, we're all very fortunate here. Um, but, you know, we got some wind damage, and that was, you know, wind and some rain. It's nothing compared to what the folks in Houston and Louisiana and Puerto Rico and Florida um, have dealt with and are dealing with. That's right. That's right. Mike Holmes of Georgia State University is our special guest right now here on TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. As we're previewing this Saturday's A-Town Showdown between Georgia State and Georgia Tech. Both men's basketball teams are doing something great for the community for hurricane relief. And, uh, Mike, before we let you go, of course, you know, I know Coach Hunter is excited about this upcoming season. Tell us about how preseason preparation has uh, gone uh, to this point. I know things have been going great. Um, we've got a veteran team coming back. Um, practice has been underway just about for a month now. Um, so obviously, you know, as we said, obviously we'll get things underway on Saturday. Uh, we'll have a couple exhibition, a couple more home exhibition games coming up uh, on November sixth, or excuse me, on November second and November sixth. Um, for fans that are interested in those games, we actually don't charge for those games. What we do is we ask um, fans to bring uh, perishable food or non-perishable food items out. Uh, for Panthers Pantry, which helps uh, uh, students on campus who, who maybe can't afford, you know, all the food and everything, all the necessities. Um, so it's it's just we want to get fans out. And, you know, as you and I talked to before we went on air, um, the season will get underway November 10th. Uh, we host on opening night um, against Carver Bible College. Uh, and then we'll get ready to basically head into the uh, – we play in the MGM Grand main event, a big tournament out in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll play two games uh, before we head out there at Rice and at Ole Miss, and then we'll get out to Vegas um, and, you know, really get the season going, and then uh, it'll go by quickly, and we'll get into conference play at the end of December, and before you know it, March Madness and everybody's favorite time of uh, time of year will be around. Yes, that's true. I mean, these weeks and months are just flying by. That's right. It's just mm-hmm. like we just ended basketball season. Now. Exactly. Yeah. And, of course, uh, the football team, uh, they're coming along on the first-year head coach, Sean Elliott. They have a South Alabama Thursday night game this week. And, of course, the big one that the football team looks forward to every year is against Georgia State <laughs> next Saturday. Uh, that will be in Statesboro. So I know uh, the campus is already gearing up for that. No, you, you know, I, I can go half-coach speak on you and say, you know, we got to take it one game at a time and all that kind of stuff. But uh, th- there's no doubt that there is, is a little extra energy and a little extra rivalry uh, when, when Georgia State plays Georgia Southern. Um, and, you know, the thing is, obviously, a lot of fans know that they're not having a great year. Um, we've gone through that as well. But when the two teams meet, um, you know, to me, it's one of those you throw the records out um, because I'm sure they're going to be fired up to play us and, and, and use it as a, hey, we want to change, you know, our season. And we got to be ready to go down there. Um, we know, you know, regardless of what the record says, you know, that they may have, they're going to play hard against us. And exactly. um, if we're not ready, um, you know, we, we could be in trouble. But uh, first, we got to take care of South Alabama tomorrow night on Thursday night uh, in Georgia State's beautiful Georgia State Stadium, which we're proud to call our home now. Right. And uh, uh, for our fan, you know, for the fans who haven't made it out there, um, but obviously we're fans of Turner Field. I, I really recommend you come down. Uh, check it out. It doesn't look like Turner Field uh, anymore once you get inside those fences. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. And we think it's uh, just the start of uh, something great for Georgia State. Yeah, that was their opening night for Tennessee State and uh, did a fantastic job. And I know that everyone's just proud of what has been able to transpire with uh, the former Turner Field, now Georgia State Stadium. And uh, I know it's even better things are on the way for the football program and also the athletic program 
as a whole. And Mike, before we do let you go, tell us one more time about the A-Town Showdown and how fast can you get tickets to the game. Uh, we appreciate it. And as, as we said, uh, Saturday at noon, Camus Pavilion, Georgia State, Georgia Tech. Um, you know, we haven't faced each other in about nine years. Uh, general admission seating is just $20, $5 for students uh, from each school with their student ID. Uh, at the end of the night, all proceeds will go to hurricane relief to, to help all those affected by the three hurricanes uh, the last few months. So hopefully we can have a lot of people come out cheer on both teams and, and raise a lot of money for, for a great cause. Yes, indeed. Everybody, come on out. McCamish Pavilion this coming Saturday afternoon, 12 noon is when it tips off, and we'd love to see you there. Mike, thanks so much for being our guest this weekend. Now, don't be surprised if I call you back now to talk more Georgia State sports. Anytime, Kevin. I appreciate it, and uh, thank you for all to all the listeners who, uh, who will be able to come out and support us on Saturday. Yes, and thank you as well to Blue Nation for supporting Taylor Made Sports. It's, it's been great. Uh, the support of the program has always been there, and I'm really appreciative of that. And, Mike, thanks again for being our guest this week on the show. Absolutely, Kevin. Anytime. That was Mike Holmes of Georgia State Athletics right here on Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. Now, some other notable games from local college football programs. You've got Morehouse. They'll be taking on Fort Valley State. This is Fort Valley State's homecoming this weekend down in Fort Valley, Georgia. And that game will be on Saturday afternoon. Also, Clark Atlanta, they'll be taking on Miles. And uh, that game will be Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Also in World Series action, the Dodgers, they took game one. They have a one-game-to-none lead on Houston. Now, as we record this program on uh, Wednesday, October 25th, the score is actually tied at three as we are recording this program. So the Dodgers could actually be up two games to none, or they seem to be tied heading to Houston on Friday night, so we just have to wait and see. But uh, right now, is in the bottom of the ninth inning, we record this program. Score is 3-3. Game three will be in Houston on Friday, and, of course, game four will be on Houston as well on Saturday night. All right, well, that's going to do it for this edition of Taylor Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thanks to my guest this week, to Keo Spikes, to Tonya Moore, and Mike Holmes. Coming up on the next edition of Taylor Mays Sports with Kevin Taylor, we'll talk Atlanta Falcons football. We'll go into the home stretch of college football as well. And the best news of the day from Atlanta sports. So make sure that you check out the next edition of Taylor Mays Sports with Kevin Taylor coming up. And I'll let you know what that will be on my Facebook and Instagram pages at Kevin Taylor 98 And remember, I'm on Instagram at Kevin Taylor 98 as well. And the YouTube channel, Taylor Mays Sports with Kevin Taylor. Never be discouraged, always encouraged, my friends. Until the next time, I'm out.